0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Ruchem Him Welcome everyone to Talmud Bavli, Mesech Vamais, Daph Lamed Tes We are focusing on a stira in the Yishita of Beishamai in the Mishnah, on Daf Lamed Ches, where the, the, Gemara, the Mishnah said, that a woman waiting to do Yibam that inherited Nechasim, Be'i says she's in full control of the Nechasim and her sale is valid. However, in the, that's the Resha of the Mishnah. The Sefa then says, if she dies, what do you do with her Nechse Milug? Be-shamay says, you divide it. Wait a second, why in the Resha does she have full control? And in the Sefa, her father's inheritors, uh, her inheritors, meaning her parent, her father, splits it with the Yarshay HaBal. Why in the Rish, is she in full control, and in the Seifa, it's a split, it's a tug of war, between the Yarshay HaAv and the Yarshay HaBal. If it's in her control, if she controls the Chasim that fall to her, then it should go totally to the Yarshay HaAv, to, to her Yarshim. So the Gemara tried various approaches. Ula said, the rage talking about it felt her when she was in Arusa, and the Seifa is talking about it felt her when she's in Asua. And Zikas Arusa, Oisa, Sufik Arusa, Zikas Nasua Oisa, Sufik Nasua. And Rab had a question with that, that why do you have to kill her for in the Seifa? She could still be around, it's just she's a Safik Nasua. And therefore Rabba said both cases it fell to her when she's in a sua. And the only difference between the ratio and the sefa is ratio where she's around. So she's a Vada, and they're a Suffolk, in Suffolk Mother Vada. But when she dies, then uh, they have equal footing. Now we're up to the third answer. We're gonna see two more answers tonight. We have Abaye and we have Rava. Okay, good everyone? Okay, Baruch Hashem. Says the Gemara, Abaye Yomar, Abaye says, Reisha kishihisha Yavam. The Reisha is talking about where it fell to her when she was waiting to do Yibam, where her husband died. Therefore, she has full control. Seifa D'nafula Shi Tachtav. The Seifa is talking about that it fell to her when she was still married to the first guy. His hand is like her hand. So now we have to explain why in the Raisha does everybody agree she's a lattice cell. So Abayi says, because it fell to her as a Shemeras Yavam. The Sefer is talking about she was still married to the first guy. And Rashi explains, it has nothing to do with the fact that in the Reishah, She's alive, and the Sefa, she's dead. In fact, in the Seifa, even if if it fell to her when she's a shomeris Yavam, would be that the uh, Yarsheya Av are Avadai, and they would belong to the Yarsheya Av. In other words, according to Habai, it makes no difference that she died. And the Gemara, in fact, later on, is going to ask Anabaye, why'd you have to kill her? The same way Rabbah asked Anula, why'd the Seifa have to kill her? Rava is going to ask Anabaye, why'd the Seifa have to kill her? But the Rashi is talking about, I'm paraphrasing to the bottom Rashi, on al Chesem and the Rashi is talking about it fell to her when she was a Shemeras Yavam, therefore, she could sell a Chalchila. And even if she would died, the yarshin get it because the zika is not good enough to give the baal ownership. But the seifa is when she was married to the first guy, and Abaye holds something like Yodoi kiada. What does that mean? From the fact that we established the machloikas where it fell to her when she was married to the first guy, Beis Hillel of the opinion. That it retains, it remains in her chazakah. You know what, Ab- you know what Abaye holds in Beisilal? That a nesua, his hand is like her hand. That means Ab- Beisilal's shita is, his hand is equal to her hand, but not more. Therefore, when he dies, and all the Yavam has is zika, then he goes a step down. Meaning, she inherited when she was married to the first guy. And at that point of time, their holding was equal. Now he dies, so there's an idea that the Yavam takes his place. But since you're not married to the Yavam, you're just zakuk to the Yavam, so while before her and him were equal, now her and the Yavam, she's a little bit of a leg up on the Yavam. And therefore, according to Beisalel, the next day Milog remain in her chazakah. Beishamai argues. Beishamai says that when you're married, an, a married man to a woman, his yad is stronger than her yad. And therefore, when he dies, the yavam is a step down from him, and they're equal. Hence, Beishamai holds that yachloiku, they divide it. So, in other words, the shaila is how do we view a nesua vis a vis his wife? Hillel says they're equal. Hence, when he dies, and then he's replaced by a. Uh, a yavam that zakuk to her, so then she's stronger than him, and she could, um, in in the world of Beis it goes to her. In the world of Beis the nesua, the the man is stronger, has a stronger holding than she does, and therefore when he dies, she then becomes equal to the yavam. Says the Gemara, Amar Rava Rava said, Eid because she of the baal. If it fell to her when she was married to the first guy, everybody would agree his hand is stronger, and therefore when he dies, she goes down uh, the the Yavim goes down a letter, and they would uh, a level, and they would divide it. Meaning Rava says the way Abaye learnt Beishamai is what everybody holds. So therefore Rava says, the Seifah is talking about a different scenario. Ela'aydi idi or i'di she's Shemeras Yavam. Both cases, both the Reisha and the Seifah is talking about, it felt her when she's a Shemeras Yavam. Reisha, in the Reisha, the Shemeras Yavam didn't do maimar. Seifa in the Seifah, the reason why potentially in Beishamai, it goes, it's divided, davar ba maimer, rava, rava holds, <laughs> maimer le beishamai, maimer le oisa vadai arusa, makes her a vadai arusa, nasua. nesua, vadai arusa, makes her a vadai arusa, lidhois batsara, that if there was a tsara, it would push her off, Meaning, it makes, in Beishamai, Maimer makes this woman of Vada arusa to push off a sorrow who's her sister because of Achles Isha. In other words, if a co-wife is going to fall to him from, let's say, a, uh, another brother, in other words, two brothers married two sisters, if you do Maimer to one, the sister would be pushed off. In other words, Baishame holds it makes this woman who you're married to a Yerusha, to push off the sister, but not like Avada Vaday to make it that the Yavam gets the whole Yarusha. It makes it in Baishamah like a suffak Nesua, And that's why Beishamah holds that the Yarshe Habal divided with the Yarshe Haav. Um and apparently Basilo holds what? who wants to say? What does Basila hold? Mimer maybe Mimer for sure, does not make her like a Suffolk Nesua. therefore it remi- therefore the possessions remained in her Rishos. Good? So far, so good. Look, guys, if you stuck it out with me until I' tests Tess and Yavamis, then uh, that's a pretty good Kenyan. I'm pretty confident in our relationship right now that if you stuck it out with me, 38 Blan and Yavamis, that's pretty good. Okay, I have confidence in you. Itmar, Mishmei de Rebbe Lazar, de Rava. This Machlokas Abaye in Rava, it was taught, it was actually a Machlokas Tanoim. Itmar, Mishmei de Rebbe Lazar, de Rava. It was taught in the name of Rebbe Lazar, in accordance with Rava, that the difference between the Rasha and the Seifa is in the Rasha you didn't do Maimar, and the Seifa you did do Maimar. And it was taught in the name of Rabbi in accordance with Abayi. It says, Did Rav Lazar say this? But we know, you can't say that Rebel Lazar said the Explanation of Rava, because Rabbi Lazar said, in a That in beishamai, Lazar says Maimer only pushes off a tsara, but it does not make like a suffix nesua. The statement Maimer only pushes off the tsara indicates that it only makes an arusa, and it does not create any any form of nesuin. Says Gemara Epoch, so we'll flip it around. Say that it was taught in the name of Rebbe Lazar, like Abaye, and in the name of Yisrael Khanina like Rava, because otherwise we get ourselves into a mess. Because Rebbe Lazar, seemingly in Bei Shammai, holds Maimer only makes an Arusa, or the Gemara says no. If you want, you could say as follows: Rabbi Lazar, ki Amri Ana deloi Sagila Rebel Lazar, when he said that all maimer does is it makes you like an Arusa, that wasn't excluding that it doesn't make you a Safek Nesua. All it does is make you like Arusa. That means that it's, if you would want to get rid of her, you can't just give her a Khalitsa, but you would also need Chalitza. But that does not mean it does not create some kind of relationship that entitles the Baal to some of the Yerusha. In other words, when he says all it does is it pushes off the tzara, that means what it doesn't do is it doesn't obviate the need for chalitza. But it could create an element of entitlement regarding the Yerusha. So it could make you a suffolk nesua. You need chalitza but mi amri but to divide the estate that you're not kana he never said so now the Gemara has an observation on abaye's answer Omar, um, poppa Rapapa said do you kamase da abaye a exact reading of the mishnah implies like abaye that the do generation the safa is whether it fell to her when she's a shomer as Abayi said in the Raisha, or if it fell to her when she was married to the deceased as Abayi said in the Seifa. However, however, the Afagav de Kasha Mesa. Even though you could ask a question, why did she have to die? Meaning, the Gemara explains now. In the Seifa says the possessions that go in and go out with her. Now, if like Ravah says, we're talking about a shemeres Yavam here, what does that mean it's going in and what does it mean it's going out? It's not going in and out anywhere. The whole time, she's in her own domain, she's a shemeres Yavam. But according to Abaye, that she's married to the first husband, it's going into the first husband's Rishos, and it's leaving his rishus when he dies, so it's meduyak nechnasim v'yoytsim. Diktoni nechnasim hanechnasim v'yoytsim ima. My nechnasim, u my What does it mean? It goes in, and goes out. Lav nechnasim l'shus habal. It enters the domain of the husband v'yoytsim l'shus habal l'shus av, and it leaves the domain of the husband to the rishus of the father. So that implies it fell to her when she was married. But, the question on Abaye is, why did she have to die in the Sefa? The only difference in the Sefa, between the Reisha and the Sefa, is the Reisha had fell to her as a Shemesh and the Sefa had fell to her when she was married to the first guy, and then he died. But why did she have to die? Nothing would have changed, even if she remained alive. Which, by the way, implies that in Rava, we do need to say that she died, even though in Ravah, Khaira, why did she have to die? The difference between the Reishah and the Sefer is in the show you didn't do Maimer and the Sefer you did Maimer. The gav de the Adem Misa, instead of arguing about the actual land and after she died, L'flegi Bakhaya talk about in her life, U'la So Toysus is bothered, why is it any better in Rava? Why did she have to die in Rava? Lechaira in Rava, the difference between the Resha and the Sefa is in the Rasha, the Yavam did not do Maimar. Mamela, it belongs to her, and the Sefa, he did Maimar, so it belongs uh, to him a little bit. Which implies, yes, it belongs to him, but only if she's dead. If she's alive, the maimer doesn't do anything. It says second toisu maimer Only after death, the maimer will help. the havila The reason the maimer wouldn't help while she's alive is because she remains a vaday and he's a suffik. That's interesting. Why? Why is she a vaday? apparently because it's in her rishus, and it's only a suffix whether the maimer does. So Tosheth asks, so if that, in that case, if she has to die, then why don't you just say, the rishah is also where you did maimer? In other words, if the maimer is only effective if she died, then why in the rishah do we, do we have to say, you didn't do maimer? The Risha could also be where you did maimer, but it's not effective because she's alive. So Tosheth says, we don't want to say, the Reish says, you did maimar Because that would not uh, be enough to allow her to sell Lecharchila. It would only be allowed to sell Lecharchila if you didn't do maimer. Okay. Says the Gemara, what's the conclusion regarding this Nachalikis Abaye and Ravah? There's nothing more to talk about. In other words, uh, Abaye fits into the literal reading of the Mishnah, but there's a kash on him, why'd she have to die? Vaiter right in the Holy Gemara, we're now explaining the next stanza of the Mishnah. It says in the Mishnah that a Yavam who married her, she is his wife for all matters... In fact, the Gemara Lamai so regarding what halacha is she, his wife, for all matters, that he can now divorce her with a get, and he does not have to give her chalitza, and he could take her back if he wanted to. Of course he could divorce her with a get. Um, that's what happens when you do yibam. Says no. Rahmana of the. I would think, okay, there's a mitzvah that devolves on him. So the mitzvah that falls upon him, he did it. So now that he did it, so if he wants to take her back, take him alei be'esar Maybe she should be standing upon him with the esar Sah. In other words, isn't it Pashut that he could take her back? He, she was a full-fledged wife. So the Gemara says, maybe not, maybe. The reason he was allowed to live with her in the first place is because he had a mitzvah that he was allowed to do and stay with her. But now that he divorced her, maybe the, Isha, the Isra Eishasach stands upon her. So the chiddush of the Mishnahs know that he could take her back. Ask the Gemara, how does the Mishnah know that? Maybe taka. If you divorce the Yavama, you can't take her back. The maybe, in fact, if you divorce the Yavama, you cannot take her back. Amar The apost says, the Isha. You will take her as a wife. Kivansha once you took her, Harehi Ki she is like his wife for all matters. And you could take her back. The Yisraeli does not rear its head. Now the Mishnah said an interesting thing. Someone say something? Look at Rashi. Rashi says, It says, "What's the lesson of the pasuk?" It says, "Yevama yavilel Rashi says, Matsi l'michtav. It could have just says, V'lak chaloi v'yima. You take her, and you're meyabim her. L'ma li le'isha. Why does it have to say le'isha? From the extra word, le'ishdai, le'isha, we learn how it's ke'ishdai. davar. Now, now the Mishnah ends off with a very interesting line. That when a man is meyabim a woman, the ksuba is on the original husband. What does that mean? Certainly if he divorces her or he dies, he has to pay her a ksuba. However, there's no lien on his property. Who does she collect the ksuba from the property of the first husband, which the Yavam inherits? The Gemara wants to know, my time, why is there no um, land responsibility on this Yavam, says, says Gemara, because when you marry a woman, you take responsibility upon yourself. But this guy didn't want to marry her. You know, the, God gave her to him. God, heaven gave her to him. He never, he never said, uh, you know, I want to marry you. never proposed to her. He never said, right, you know, I think this is against his will. So, okay, he has to give her a ksuba, as we're going to see, because we don't want it to be easy for him to divorce her. Says Gamara, the less If the first guy doesn't have karka, then we are masaking that she collects And the second guy, Kadeshloite Kala so that it should not be easy and light in his eyes to uh, divorce her, to get rid of her. Okay. We actually finished this Mishnah, which is not the Pasha Azach, Whenever you see Nixayi Milug and Nixayi Tzayim Barzal, that's already enough to get you nervous. And the combination of Nixayi Milug and Tzayim with Yavamis is a uh, dynamic duo. So we're up to the next Mishnah. in case the woman dies or are we talking about all the brothers, like all the possible brothers? I was going to do evil. He has first right to do evil. So he could just say, I was the one that was going to do evil, therefore I should be, you know, I should, um, basically, their property would be coming to me. Right. Um, off the cuff, without, without really having a clear um, source, I would say... Either we're talking about where there's only one brother here. So the Zika is clear. You know, let's say there are two brothers. So do we say they each get half of the half and then the Yarshay uh, Ha'av get the other half? I So then regarding that, I would, I'm would i guessing that it would depend if we say Yesh Zika Betray. So if Yesh Zika Betray... I don't know. That would be my guess. Unless somebody has uh, something else to say about that. Says the Mishnah, Mitzvah begadol yabim. The Mitzvah is on the oldest brother to do Yibim, Loi ratzow, if he doesn't want him, ha'lchan al kalachan. We then turn to the other brothers. Lo if they don't want, choyzun will go back to the oldest. Well, we say, pal, alach mitzvah. Mitzvah is on you. Oich O o'yabim. Either do chalitz or do Yibim. Tala bekatan. So let's say he says, uh Yeah, you know what? I don't want to do it and uh, he, now uh, until now the word katan and the Mishnah refer to young gur. Katan here means he said, you know, there's a minor here, he's ten years old, let's wait until he becomes a godal. Or Let's say the, you know, we, we turn to the younger brothers and, they, and we say, uh, no, you do it. And they say, no, we're waiting for the older brother. Where is he? He went to the moon. He'll be back in a few light years. Uh, he's, he went overseas. Or let's say, the, let's learn it this way. Let's understand this to mean... The oldest brother is deaf or an imbecile. And uh, there's some hope he's going to regain his hearing or he's going to become a Chacham. We don't fall for such a shenanigan. We're going to wait until he grows up, until he recovers. No, we tell the brother who is able to do it right now, Alecha Mitzvah. The mitzvahs on you, chalitz In other words, if it's the oldest one who's pushing it off, wait until my younger brother grows up. No, we say no. If wait until somebody recovers from his shaita status or chiri status, no, we don't. We don't say that. Now the Gemara a very interesting Shila, We know the older brother could sort of defer to a younger brother, but now let's say the older brother would do chalitza and the younger brother would do yibum. We know. The ideal is for the oldest brother to do Yibam, but what's preferable? The older brother to do Chalitza or a younger brother to do Yibam? Edmar, Biyas, Katan, and Chalitza is The Biyah of a minor, or the Chalitza of a major. Pligiba, Rabi Yochanan, Rabi Shoban Levi. It's Machloikis, Rabi Yochanan, and Levi. Chadam, Katan, one opinion holds the Biyah of the Katan is... Preferable to the Khalitsa of the God of the Khalitsa's God Adifa, and one says, No, the Khalitsa of the God of is better. You mean the Mandamar Yeah, for sure. Right. It's like the Rabbanon that uh, the ideal is Ibam. The whole Shaila is in the world of not Abashal. Because it's assuming Yibam is better than Halitza, it's just the question is, is Godal better than the Katan? Right? So exactly, this is not in the world of Abashal. So man Amar bi'az katan adivah, mitzvah man adiva, because gado, katan lav Bia is the best, but Godal is even more important than Bia. That's the shaila. What is a more important ingredient, being the gadol or the bia? Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, loyrotza. If the oldest doesn't want, now what does it mean? The oldest doesn't want doesn't doesn't it mean he doesn't want to do yibam, but he would do chalitza, and yet we go to the younger brother. My love, loyrotza liyabi melalach and yet we still taught mahalchini mina, the bia's cut and we see the B of the Kata is better. As the Gemara says, no, what are you talking about? Loy. Loy rotsa lachlitzv'loy liyabim. When it says he doesn't want to, it means he doesn't want to do nothing. Well, it says the Gemara, then let's read that into the next clause in the Mishnah. Dechavasei gabeyo achin. It says, loy rotsu loy lachlitzv'loy If the younger brothers didn't want to chalitzv'ibim. What do we do? We go back to the oldest. Why do we go back to the oldest? We already have the youngest one in court. We're going to actually go back to the oldest? Isn't it more Mestaber? The oldest one doesn't want to do Chalitza, he wants to do... In other words, the oldest one didn't want to do Yibam, he would do Chalitza. The younger one... We offer him be, uh, to do yibam. If he doesn't want to do yibam, we'll go back to do the chalitza of the oldest. But if nobody wants to do anything, then why would we take it back to the oldest? Leave it where it is. Amay chuzin itzal gadal lemichve. Why should we take it to the oldest to force him, force the one that's already in business? Lichvei So Gemara says no. Since the mitzvah devolves on the oldest one, we're going to take it back to the oldest one, Kivan. The mitzvah, And this is where we're going to get up to tonight. And the Ezra's Hashem barach, we will continue tomorrow. Thank you all for another great Yavamas.